Welcome to Love and Kink with Marley Rose and Gideon Mazikin. You know who the fuck we are? Yeah, what does Yeah, that was just gibberish. Oh, I don't know yeah, what that okay. was. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I totally understood what you were trying to say there. I, I got you. I picked up on it. Yeah, well, it's probably just because we're coming to you live from the back of some unsuspecting dumb fucks pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, we're just laying down, recording, no power source, nothing. <laughs> Wait, did you kind of believe us now? <laughs> did that make it believable? I just started going for it. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to make car sounds. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That felt awkward as fuck. <laughs> that's okay, that, though. Yeah, I mean, that's why they love us, right? Yes, that is definitely why they love us. But this week, we got questions from you that you just need answered. So strap in, kinky gang. We're going to bang this one out. Bang with this one out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going for like a really like radio DJ like FX two 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 to k- k- kill in the back of the car. What the fuck? You know, like they have like their little. I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard any radio. Oh, there's an episode of like Family that. Guy where Brian and Stewie mm-hmm. end up on uh, hosting like a radio show. I could totally see them being all extra as fuck about it. Yeah, like the station they work for has all these buttons that they push and it's just holy it's really long. Fwah, 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 fwah. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so you know the some of the questions that we got, I, I some of these that we did initially get like we'd we've gotten before. Answered, yeah, we've yeah. answered them and we typically answer a lot of these questions throughout our episodes but yeah. you know we just wanted to take the time you know this time around to actually just make this more of like a hey you know you have these questions we're just going to spend some time answering them so i mean i i really like the the first question that we're going to go over which is um what is most surprising um as far as enjoyment goes from your work Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite questions, too. So for me, my favorite question or question, my favorite enjoyment would be the fact that I have like all the freedom in the fucking world. Like we get to pick the hours that we want to work. And yes, we still work from like fucking nine to like six. But that the thing is, is I fucking love that. Like, we can take breaks throughout our work period and just yeah. like watch a show or something. Or if we don't want to work that day, we don't have to work that day. So that's one of my favorite things is that it's just, there's just so much freedom that comes with it. Yeah. And <clears throat> for me, that was a little bit difficult at first because I just felt really out of sorts. Um, not having like a... I don't know, like Like a set schedule. schedule. Yeah. And just figuring out that like, well, this is working for us. It's been working for us. And so, you know, you know, we just kind of had to go with it at some point. But yeah, at first I couldn't stand it because I was just like anxious. Work, 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 work. Like, like, what do we do? Like now, now what, you know? Yeah. Well, you were used to working an eight to two job and then coming home and still doing OnlyFans on top of it. So you were working like... 12 hours a day honestly yeah or more because like with this line of work where it is something that we have just created just Mm -hmm. on our own because just because because we fucking love it yeah there's something that feels very different about it because it's essentially this this whole thing this whole operation you know doing OnlyFans, this podcast tiktok um, TikTok, instagram Instagram, all the things we do like that's our baby like that is us just building that up from the ground up. 
yeah all the time the fact that we've had to go through so many fucking tiktok accounts too like we do this all the fucking time we have to start from the ground up and build it up again and it's been successful for us and we love that we love like the amount of work that goes into it because there is a lot of work and it and we love the amount of work but we also love the fact that we get to choose the hours we love the freedom the fact that we can go on a fucking like trip and still work our asses off it's fucking dope as shit to me (laughs) well yeah it's awesome and you know I think sometimes um, when it comes to us in this, you know, line of work, I guess, that we're in. Yeah, like all the effort that we expend just creating videos. Because like you're saying, you know, like we build it from the ground up every Mm -hmm. single time, you know. But I'll even say this, though. uh, Each time we've had to do that, we've actually gotten better and better at it. Yeah, that's so true. Which, you know, because we were both super disappointed about our 107,000 following Getting just, just getting gone, deleted like just that. Deleted. But that was the most successful account we had and the longest one that we had. Yeah. So it tells me that like, okay, we're almost there. We've almost worked out all the little kinks here and there mm-hmm. as far as like what we should and shouldn't be doing. So to me, that's actually another thing that's surprising about it. Like I actually enjoy like the numbers, watching the numbers, like the algorithm, right? Yeah. Figuring out how it TikTok works, especially. Yeah, I know that's one of your favorite things to do, especially because you do learn it so well and you like you get it down fast and then you just like put viral video after viral video after viral video. And honestly, I still get surprised to this fucking day at how many videos you can make go viral. But it's just because you have such a creative mind and you just know how to put that on camera. And then for me, I don't have like a very creative mind, but I just love helping you in the little ways that I can. Well, you've got a fantastic memory. So <laughs> you're awesome when we do the lip sync videos and I'm like trying to remember like one stupid fucking line and you're just, and you just repeat, like say it for me. Like you're trying to feed me the line like, hey, this is it. <laughs> I know. And then you're like, hold on, don't do that. You're going to like mess me up. Yeah. Cause I, I'm trying to like go by rote memorization, but it, you know, it, that doesn't always work because you know, we're trying to do something in the video as well. So I have to like attach it to that body movement that i'm doing or facial expression yeah. it's really interesting like try, doing like the lip sync stuff it's, yeah. it's funny but i yeah i'm really good at doing the lip sync stuff like it takes yeah. me a few times to like get it but like the one that we always recreate i have that fucking down like in my oh, head yeah. every time it comes i have it just ready to go one try and we're fucking good yeah we're done <laughs> So, yeah, those are a couple of things that I would say are very enjoying. About our line of work. Yeah, big time. So, definitely those. Yes. Um, Our second question that we decided to answer, which I think is going to be a really fun one. It's it's about our past. Um, First time either of you snuck out of the house. So, for me, I was... 16 years old. I was not a rebellious child. I was such a goody-goody. I did not like doing things that I wasn't comfortable with. So um, I started dating this guy and he was 18 when I was 16. And I would sneak out of the house just to go and sleep over at his house pretty much. You fucking little trollop. (laughs) 
I was a little slut. And that was after <laughs> I lost kidding. my virginity. But yeah, so in my house, my room is at the very front of the house. And I just like walk out and there's a front door. But the only thing is, is my front door is fucking loud. Like it just is really old and it's loud. And my dad always would sleep with the doors open. So he would just hear it. And his room was close to my room too. Because all we had separating our room was like a bathroom. And so what I would do is instead of going out the front door in my window, I couldn't go out either because there was like a screen on it. And I didn't want to see like my neighbors if they were watching. I was super paranoid. I didn't want them to like see me sneak out of the window. because I was like, that's not good. What if they break in, you know, my little goody two shoes mentality. (laughs) So I would just (laughs) so I had a backsliding door that was actually really close to my dad's room either, too, because we had a small house it was just two bedrooms and one room was mine one was my dad's and the sliding door was like right outside of his window but it was quiet so i would just walk around through the kitchen the living room and i would be so quiet like dead as a mouse couldn't even hear me and i would just open the door all quiet and i would just shut it all quiet and then i would just walk out through my driveway and then walk down to the street by the mailbox and I'd have my boyfriend come and pick me up there because I was like, nope, you're not driving by my house. (laughs) I was so paranoid, but I never got caught. And I did that a few times, but it was always just to go over Does your dad know about that? No, no, he doesn't. I've never told him. Tell him like coffee. I'm sure he'd just laugh his ass off. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell him just so he knows. All right, fine. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Do it. Come on, we don't snitch on each other. No, we don't snitch on each other. I'm not gonna say that shit to your dad. I know you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Empty threats. But okay, so that was your first time. Yeah, my first time. So you were just a little terrified. I was a little terrified, paranoid as fuck about my neighbors because I didn't live in like the most great neighborhood. (laughs) It's a little ghetto. It's at my house that my dad's at now, still. So you know, you kind of know the outlay of it. Or the layout of it, the outlay. Outlay, layout, you know, everyone everyone picked up what you put down, right, yeah. ladies and gents? You you sniffing what I'm shitting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just reminded me of your brother so hard just then. My brother? Just the way you asked that. Oh, I think I know what brother you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. We're all kind of like... You know, we all just have a little things that we all do. <laughs> I know, but when you said that, I was like, what? Who is this person? You love um, it. Yeah, so, okay. Well, for me, my stories, um, well, it doesn't come from a place of a goody-two-shoed mentality. Um, I was 12 years old. I'm sorry. You were how old? I was 12 years old. Oh, my God. Well, okay. But so we lived at this apartment complex in Spanish Fork. It's red apartments. um, And it had six apartments total, right? You know, people came and went. But around this time in my life was when my, uh, the guy who I thought was my dad, when Mm -hmm. he split. Oh, okay. Yeah. And my mom was with, um, uh, his best friend. Remember, I told you. How yeah, that she your got with. your little brother's dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was in the picture. Anyway, at this point, right? So he'd moved into the apartment now. Um, but when my dad split, I befriended 
some of the downstairs people. There was this kid. Well, I mean, he's a kid thinking in retrospect now, but he was older than I was. So mm-hmm. there was this guy just sitting outside the his front door in just like a chair. So it looked just a little odd that he's just sitting in a chair out in front of his apartment. Okay. And I was just playing. I was riding my bike, just making laps around like my little grass area. <laughs> okay. And, Cute. And um, he, I, I, yeah, he was like, hey, d- bro, you should like try to like balance on the fucking, we like, had like the parking, you know, like those uh, cement parking head things. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had some of those. And so he tried getting me to do that. And I said, fuck it. I'll try it. Um, so I, I started doing it and I fucking ate shit and he <laughs> jumped up, you know, and he came and helped me and he, cause he felt bad. He's like, damn dude, you know, I didn't think you were really going to do it. I was like, and I was just laughing you about it. You always do things you put your mind to. Yeah. Well, and I ended up just asking him, I was like, well, what are you doing? Like, why are you just sitting there? He's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm on house arrest. And I was like, what's house arrest? <laughs> I was 12, you know, I was like, what's That's that? so cute. And he's like. Oh, well, it means that instead of having to go to jail, I just have to stay at my house, you know? Uh-huh. And he's like, so I'm just going to be stuck here for like the next month. And I was like, oh, well, that sucks. And it was like summertime. So mm-hmm. I was so like, well, dude, I'll, I'll like, I'll come just kick it with you. So you're not so bored. That's got to suck. He's like, yeah. A- anyway, but that's why he was just out front. Cause that's like as far as he could leave his house. Yeah. As, yeah. He was like, I'm going to test the limits a little bit. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> so, you know, he, we became good friends, but see, he was all at this point, he was like 21, 22 years old. This, this guy, okay. And I'm 12. Okay um and that's really so, like that's a 10 year difference yeah what the fuck yeah and so the neighbors to the right of him they were pretty new too and eventually he befriended them so then he introduced me as well and i just knew all of those people yeah you know and you were just homies with them yeah and like they would let me come hang out and everything so the night that i snuck out for my first time not only did i sneak out it was the first time that I ever got drunk and high. Oh, oh! I I think yeah. I remember you telling me about this story. I didn't yep. realize that was the first time you ever snuck out, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time I'd ever snuck out. Was to do that shit. Oh God, you are fucking. Crazy. So this is, this is how we did it. Okay. So again, like I said, so those are the people I was friends with. Okay. Well, we were twenty-two year olds. The weekend was coming up, and they all wanted to get bootleg beer from Wyoming. What is bootleg beer? Well, just because the percentage of alcohol out of state from out of state beers is higher, because you, you have to bootleg it like over. Weird. Yeah, like it's okay. it's illegal to do that. Yeah, You're not supposed to. And so they all wanted to go. Well, fuck! Like I wanted to hang out with them too. And and the guy that was driving, I won't ever forget his name, Nick. That's his <laughs> name. Okay. He was Nick. like. He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, what are your parents going to think? You can't just like take off like at night without, you know, them knowing or anything. And I'm like, well. You're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, what's it going to matter? You know, you were hella rebellious because I remember you telling me about you kind of like being you hated your mom for like kind of doing that. Yeah. To your stepdad. So you were probably just like, fuck her, you know, your little 12 year old mindset. Yeah, you didn't give a shit. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> pissed at, at him. So this is what we did, though, because I was like, I want this to be legit. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I, they, the girlfriend 
of Donnie. I won't forget him either. He he was the downstairs neighbor that lived next door to Grant. Grant was the kid that I met initially. The house arrest one. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> so his wife, Donnie's wife, Sheena, which I'll never forget because that's an interesting name. Yeah. Uh, got this great idea that like, well, why not? Like, what if we just ask your parents if you can go? Like, why don't we just ask him for you to just like spend the night or whatever? And I said, well, I don't know. I guess we could try. So this bitch like went up to my and talked to my mom and dad. Yeah. And was like, hey, is it okay? We're just going to do that. You know, like better whatever story. I don't remember the details of it. Okay. But it ended with with no. Oh. <laughs> my mom was like, no, fuck. I'm not going to let my 12 year old son <laughs> hop in a fucking with... truck oh full of 21 year plus year olds. And, and I was, I was heartbroken. So after my mom, um, it went to bed, of course, like I was determined. I was like, I know they're going. So in this two little two bedroom apartment where I have to walk right past my mom's bedroom, <laughs> I just slowly creep. And you know, like how, you know, just houses in general, when you're stepping like this floor creaks. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking apartment did that like crazy. So it took me no shit at least 15 minutes Just. to walk out the front door of that apartment because every time I would step, it'd be like, Ehh. and so I just stand there frozen because my thought was like, well, if she comes out, I can just like walk into the bathroom and just, you know, pretend to be half asleep. Like if she's like, Christian. Oh shit! <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, it's fine. We've revealed it on here. My name. I forgot that we did that. But yeah, she'd be like, "Please, Dad." I'd be like, "Oh fuck," you know. I'd be like, "What?" You know, and I'd play it off. That was They're my cute plan. Little Latina accent. Yeah. So after those fifteen minutes for me just getting out the front door and I made it out there, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Now what? And I went downstairs and I was all feeling all triumphant. And they're looking at me like, "Dude, like if." They wake up, like they're gonna know. So they actually ended up telling me, You can't come. The oh. Nick, the the driver was like, No, fuck no, man. Like, I got I'm the one driving back with this stuff. This shit's illegal. Like, no way. Yeah. I, I don't want to have a minor with me. And which I understood. I was like, fuck, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was still free for the night. I was like, I, what, what do we do? So Grant and I stayed back. And right before they were all leaving, you know, because I was, I said to him, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I snuck out for nothing. I'm like, well, fuck, have a beer. And I'd never had a beer before. And and they're like, here, drink it. I bet you can't chug it. And I was like, bet. Yeah, exactly. And I fucking popped that puppy open and just, just downed it in one sitting. And they were like, oh my God. That was awesome, dude. How did you do that? I thought you've never drank before. You know, like they just praised me and all this. And I was just like, hell yeah. Well, yeah. Older people like tend to make you feel more dope when you're young. (laughs) Yeah. My dumb ass. But yeah. So then they took off. And so Grant and I were left behind. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just had some beers. And there was this girl that lived with Donnie and Sheena. This girl named Amanda who was only 18 when I, when I met her. Okay, but still. You're <laughs> yeah. 12. Gr- Grant at one point actually tried getting her to sleep with me. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I'm, I'm not shitting you. Yeah, like, it, anyway. Point being, Jesus though. Christ. Yeah, um, that It was just us hanging out, drinking some beers and whatnot. And the other neighbor that lived right below my, my mom's apartment, mm-hmm. 
they were also friends that we were kind of cool with and whatnot. You know, I wasn't as much, but they definitely were. Yeah. You know? okay. And the reason that I wasn't as much is because they were potheads. And at that point in time, that was a big no-no still. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's only been legal for like a few years now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when I ended up um, going over, they were like, have you been drinking? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, shit. They're like, damn, you're a wild for 12, man. Like, what else have you done? And then they asked me, um, you know, like, have you ever done coke? Oh, my God. And at that point, like, I actually, I had. Because this, uh, his, the the family that lived in that apartment below us before them um, was a Hispanic family. And I made good friends with, like, the the cousin that came to live with them. And he and I would, like, go out, run amok. Anyway, he had me try it one time. So, and that was it. Like, I just, it scared the hell out of me because, you know, I got so anxious from you know it being that's an upper. fucking you're crazy i know i know so what 12 year old wants to do fucking drugs a, a really f- fucked up one that had a really <laughs> shitty life and was just yeah, like yeah you fuck did it. have a lot going on since yeah. young age um anyway so they were like what oh my god and for some reason they had it in their heads that drunks can never tell a lie what? Yeah, like they were just so like they they invited me into their home as more of a friend because in their minds they were like, yeah, drunks don't lie, and oh, this kid's cool, like he's done some other crazy shit. Okay, you know, and so like so weird. Yeah, so they let me come and hang out with them, and and uh, I remember the guy that lived there. He just he's like, hey, have you uh, you ever uh, hasn't smoked weed, smoked but has or anything? And I'm like, hasn't uh, coke? No, yeah, and he was like. I was like, come on. I was like, where are you going? Are you, you're not going to beat me up, are you? <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck? No, dude, just come on, man. Like, you won't beat this 12 year old. And we went in this room, and it's just all of us just crammed in the apartment right below my mom and dad's room. Oh, my and I'm just God. down there, fucking <laughs> just getting high as fuck. And yeah, so I got crossfaded for my first time. I ended up puking all over their floor huh? and they had to strip me down and put and throw my naked ass into a bathtub to to like let myself get washed up. That sucks. Yeah, it was it was a, a terrible terrible night, but that was the first time that I <laughs> snuck Suck out of out the house, yeah. Of your apartment. I can't believe you freaking got crossfaded right underneath your mom and dad's room at 12 years old. That's fucking just crazy to me. I couldn't. At 12, I was still like just didn't even have friends. I didn't have friends until like a like junior year of high school. Well, I mean, I'm sure that helps you to understand me maybe a little bit more. Yeah, you're just a <laughs> My life person. has been crazy. <laughs> I know it's been crazy. All the stories you fucking tell me, I'm like, what the fuck? It's crazy. Um, but that is the first of the times that we both snuck, snuck out. out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to do the third question? Yeah. So this next one was, how did your family react to the age gap? <laughs> well, my mom, when she first met <laughs> Marley. Oh, such a funny, funny um, story. My mom just stopped me. She's like, hey, who's this? I was like, oh, you know, this is uh, Marley. You know, we, we work together and whatnot. She's like, oh, okay. She's your girlfriend now? <laughs> I'm like, oh, like come on mom like i don't know you know like at that point i don't know if we were or not um i think like we weren't but like yeah we were 
Right, right. And so I, you know, left it at that. And she's like, how old is she? I was like, mom, she's, she's 18. And my mom's like, let me see your ID. <laughs> Straight up, she's ID. all, can I see your ID? I was, I was like, like, um, yeah, sure. Cause I was like, I don't care. And I just gave it to her. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I think she said, she's like, you look 16 or something like that. Yeah, and I, and I was, was like, like, damn, mom, like, who do you think I am? I was like, no, I'm 18. I was like, you, you saw my ID. I'm 18. Yeah. And I was almost 19 at that time. It was like November. So yeah, I was almost 19. Yeah. So that that's what happened with my family, like with the age gap reveal. Like every one of them was just kind of like, damn, dude, like she's <laughs> how old? You know, like everyone, yeah. It, it's like a shock factor. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was surprised. And I, I would just look at him and be like, I know, um, <laughs> but it, I, I can't, you know, at that point I was like, I can't quite describe what it is, but there's something really special about her, you know, essentially is what I would tell him. Um, and so, sweet of you. yeah, they all accepted it. No one was weird about it yeah. at any other point with my family. No, yeah. Um, I think my family had a little bit harder time accepting it, but I feel like one of the reasons why they didn't accept it as much is because like we worked together. So they were like, oh, like what? Like he's your manager. You shouldn't be dating your manager. And I was just like, guys, you've got nothing to worry about. It's fine. (laughs) But then like everyone in my family met you and they all just liked you. I feel like from the beginning, even my dad, like he never disliked you ever. He was, everyone was more worried for the fact that like, of like my safety for some fucking reason. Um, but everyone in my family also knew that I was way more mature than any other 18-year-old. So they were just like, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, essentially. Because, yeah, like when I met your dad and everything, obviously, like everyone like needed to feel me out. Of course, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I think just slowly but surely I ended up winning everybody over, you know? Yeah, 100%. I was talking about it with my dad today. And I was like, you know, I was like, Gideon is my my easiest relationship and he was like he looked at me like shocked he was like really and i was like yeah i was like we communicate about things like we barely argue um and we just like we always work our shit out like it's so easy and it's it's refreshing and then i feel blessed to have met my person at 20 years old or not even 20 at 18 years old um and I was like, I just feel blessed to like have met my person at such a young age. And he was just like, yeah. He's like, you guys have a really good relationship. And I love that for you guys. Yeah. And it's just, it's been nothing but fucking of success for us. Yeah. Well, you know, ever since we got together, it's just been better and better. And we've definitely uh, leveled up since yeah. we've been together. So Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah, I think for me, like the 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 one the people that I was most concerned with liking me mm-hmm. essentially was your immediate family, which consisted of the people that you see more than anybody else really, which is every Saturday. Yeah. Which is your dad, <laughs> my dad, yeah, your sister and her kids. Yeah. And her kids and your brother. Yeah. You know who your dad, you know, you and your dad, your, your dad's. Yeah. And, um, um, your mom. 
Yeah, my and, mom. And, and and those kids too. So, I mean, obviously it's a big list of people, but you have a huge family. So like the <laughs> rest know. of the family, I was like, you know what? Like, it's fine if they don't really like me. Like like your, your aunt, um, the one up north that we've gone to that you're almost going to work with. Yeah, 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 my favorite aunt. Yeah, your fave aunt. <laughs> she didn't like me for a while, and I knew she didn't. And she straight up told me that to my face, which I respected the fuck out of, because I was like, okay, cool. Um, because I'm someone that can deal with confrontation. Oh, you yeah. know, when someone like calls me out on something or whatever, like I, you know, tend to, you know, handle it well. Yeah, you do. You handle it very well. And, and yeah, and I, I was just like, yeah, I get it. You don't, you know, I don't expect you just to like me right off the bat. You know, over time, I think you'll just end up seeing for yourself that this is a real thing and it's not just like a passing fancy, as they say. Yeah, fuck, we've been together for like a year and in may it'll be a year and a half yeah so i mean that two-year mark is gonna come quick and yeah like like you said it has been i mean yeah our relationship has been so easy and i've yeah like you just opened me up to turn you know to become such a touchy-feely emotional person you know i guess i've always been emotional but being touchy-feely and needy in that way i you know you were always yeah you were always more closed off like i remember from when we first got together obviously when we were still filling each other out i am just myself and i'm very clingy very needy so like when i would call you and you'd be like uh you know like you you wouldn't always like it so the fact that you just accept it now and you're just like, I love her this way, you know, and she doesn't fucking cuddle me. I know something's wrong. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I like that I've made you um, more needy and touchy feely because I feel like that's how relationships should be. And I feel like when you are more closed off, it's harder to be intimate and actually like love someone. Yeah. Because, like, even with, like, babies, they're always like, oh, yeah, like, skin-to-skin contact is, like, perfect for babies, you know? So, like, why does that have to stop when you're older, you know? So, I feel like when you're touchy-feely with someone and can be all over them and not get sick of them, that, like, that's your fucking person. Yeah. No, I agree. It's, yeah. (laughs) Like I said, obviously, like, everyone's reaction to our age gap has, you know, been so different. And... You know, we always try to tell people like, hey, like I know like when you just look at it on paper, like, you know, the age gap that it's 14 years Mm. without any context. Yeah, that's going to sound pretty bad. I I get it, you know, to anyone. But it's also a very unfair thing to be, you know, to be up against, you know, like the cards are stacked against us essentially, which is why those videos do um have bring such a mixture of people that just love us for being ourselves and, and people that hate us for thinking that it's okay for us to be in love with one another. Yeah. It's so frustrating to me when people are like, yeah, like she's too immature. And I'm like, you don't know who I am. I'm like, you don't know what I've been through. You have no idea what my mentality actually is. And you don't even know how like, mature like you are or or like per se you know so it's just it's so frustrating that people just think a 33 year old man has nothing to do with well a 20 year old but at the time a 32 year old man has nothing to do with an 18 year old it's like um we have a lot more in common than you guys realize 
because of everything that we've been through. I'm going to interrupt you for just one second. This is just a perfect way to segue in, you know, into the next question, which was, do people sometimes get to you with mean comments? So yes, continue. Sorry. They definitely get to us with mean comments. At least me. I, I am very much an empath and I am very sensitive. So when someone says something that just like is targeted towards like me, Gideon, our relationship, I get really defensive, but I know that like if I get defensive, I'm just feeding into them and it doesn't get any better because when I defend myself, people are just like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, mm, I know what the fuck I'm talking about, but they don't listen because they just hate. And I fucking wish I could just give them a fucking virtual slap like we were talking about the other day. Like yeah. people piss me off a lot, but. It comes with a job and you have to be mentally strong to do it, to be successful at it. And it did take me a long time to like build a tough skin, but I have finally built a tough skin and sometimes it's fun to poke fun at those comments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really the, the only times that I really get mad about it now is if you get mad about it. Because it just upsets me that someone's actually gotten to you. Because then I get frustrated because, you know, I say this to you all the time. Like, hey, you have to stop caring about these fucking people. Like, they don't matter. Yeah. You know? And we've always tried turning those negative, hateful comments into positive things. Because it's like, hey, like, them leaving that comment means that we get at least one more view. Yeah. It's you know, true. one more view somewhere. And then, and so, yeah, you know, I, I get upset sometimes because I'm like, man, like, I wish... I wish it just didn't get to you because it would make it so much easier on the both of us emotionally, yeah. you know, because yeah, this, this is a taxing thing to go through to have to virtually be completely anonymous in this world, you know, and to have some recognition in the way of like, you know, like with TikTok, yeah. people started seeing us and to suddenly go from being of like nobody to someone that's attracting all this hate. Yeah. You know, when I started getting all those comments personally, yeah, that shit fucked me up. You mm -hmm. know, I, I didn't know how to feel. I felt so out of sorts. Like, holy shit, did I really do something like wrong? Like, should I not have done this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, like it definitely made me question a lot of the things that I was doing at first, but I always knew my intent. You know, I always knew why I was doing it. So, you know, yeah, definitely over time, I'm to the point where like, I really don't care anymore unless you do. And then if you do, then I will, you know, clap back or, or delete, delete their, their comment, comment, you know, just them. to like leave it. Or yeah. sometimes I'll just argue with them because again, it just, it does generate more views, you know, yeah. because they're going to keep coming back and typing up their response or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. It, I like to argue sometimes, but. I used to have such a, more, like, I was way more sensitive to it when we first, when I first started doing it. So I am proud of how far I have come because I have learned that, like, if it's on my account and stuff, I can just delete their comment and then I don't have to worry about it ever again. Right. So, like, I like that. I like that TikTok gives you that option. And um, I am a lot better at just dealing with people hating because it, it does add more money to our fucking bank accounts and stuff. Like yes. you're just making us more famous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, yeah, I, just, I guess that really answers that question. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Right yeah. to the point. Um, but it does segue nicely, I think too, into the other question. Um, the last one we had, which was, do you have any regrets about anything you've ever posted? 
Yeah, I don't think I do ever. I hate when freaking Instagram or TikTok takes my fucking videos down. But if I'm going to post something, I'm really confident in what I'm posting. And I'm like, yeah, I, it's either really good pictures or a really good video. Um, I've never regretted anything that we've made. And I I like everything that we do because it makes me like... It teaches me like what I actually like and what I don't like, especially when it comes to like OnlyFans videos. Yeah. Um, if we like film the video and I'm like, yeah, that was like a lot of fun. Or after the video, I'm like, ah, no, like it was fun for the one time, but I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. It just teaches me more about myself and what I'm into. Yeah. And I like that. No, I think that's a great point. Um, because I, I think for me, I never had regrets about anything I posted, but it kind of goes back to like the mean comments thing. Mm -hmm. When I started getting those hate comments or people like really criticizing me for what I was posting in those moments. Yeah. I, I felt like crap, maybe I shouldn't have, but I I never took them down. Yeah. (laughs) TikTok started doing that on its own and you know, it's just, it's been a battle ever since, you know? Yeah. 100%. I've lost 18 of the battles. Or 17 of the battles, because we're on the 18th one now, right? Yeah, 18th account. We're still fighting. Yep. <laughs> Always <Still> here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, but since then, at the point where I'm at now, yeah, I, I don't have any regrets about anything we've ever posted, because, I you know, I do put a lot of thought into it. We both do. Yeah. You know, on TikTok, like those crazy POVs of me yelling at you or whatever, they, they're thought out you know we yeah try to bring to life like these crazy situations like like what would just be a ridiculous thing that someone could possibly get mad at you for and and just have it be funny yeah um which the thing is is like it's funny to us just because we know what we're doing we're just kind of like you know like i can't wait to you know see people's reactions so um yeah, I've I those crazy videos like we we put thought into pretty much all the stuff that we do. So no, I I have zero regrets about anything I've ever posted. You know the criticism that we get for being on a quote kids app end quote end quote it's just a kids app. <laughs> yeah, then why um, are you on it, bitch? It just it, it I I don't know. I, I I just think that anyone that's ever been that upset with like the stuff that we post is just taking it too seriously and that's hard though you know because on the one hand at least my plan has always been like well fuck what everyone thinks or who everyone thinks we are we know who we really are yeah of course i was just gonna say that generating attention because people like they just like to be mad at us for all the crazy shit we do Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's true but i love that because no one actually knows who we really are except for you and me and our family and our friends. But those people online, even like our online friends, they don't know who we are, you know? Yeah, they, they don't, they haven't spent the time getting to know us, you know? Everyone assumes that the voices you hear on this podcast and the people you see in those videos is us all the time. It's not. It's not at all. It's all we display, but we do that on purpose because... We like people thinking that they know us, but they don't. Yeah. Well, and, and furthermore, it helps me stay detached from any of the negative comments. Yeah. Because I realize that like I'm doing this, like I'm putting on a show. Mm-hmm. So either you're here to like watch the show and the crazy destruction of, you know, your psyche, whatever you want to call it. But 
yeah, I I think it it really helps with that, don't you? Yeah, I I agree one hundred percent. Like when we get those comments on on the videos we do together, where they're like, "I hope she gets out of that relationship and stuff," and I'm just like, "This, this isn't real life. Social media is not real." Yeah, and the fact that you think it is like really yeah. shows your intelligence. Well, and, but, and we just know better, and so I think that this is why we're so okay with just our persona being what it is because. Yeah we've tried showing real sides of us, right? And one of the realest things that I would say that is, is the whole age gap thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When I started seeing those comments, those comments, those hurt those my stung. feelings because I'm like, hey, like the, I'm actually with you, you know? That's yeah. not for show, that's that's a real thing. And so when people are attacking you just for really being who you are, that's hard, mm-hmm. you know? The whole swinger thing, you know, the some of that stuff has been hurtful, you know, yeah. because like it is true to me, but that's really why we don't put our actual selves out there because it just kind of helps shield us from yeah. all the negativity. And at the end of the day, like, Hey, we, we just want to entertain people, mm-hmm. you know, it's not our responsibility to um, make sure that your kid is or isn't, you know, watching our stuff, you know, TikTok's platform is set up in a way that that shouldn't be happening unless your yeah. kid's lying. And if your kid's lying about their age because they want to see that shit, well, that's on your that's kid. on you. No, that's on you, parent. That's true. Yeah. Like, you know, if your kids are doing that, like that's on you. So, you know, I just say like, don't put that on us. There's a lot of things that out there that to try to prevent that from happening. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, so despite all that, yeah, I have no regrets about anything that we've ever posted. Yeah, me too. I've never had any regrets. And honestly, people are just going to hate no matter what we do, no matter how famous we are. People still hate on fucking like Kylie Jenner, the Kardashians, and they're fucking like rich and hella fucking famous. But that's because people like to hate. People like to be negative. And it's uh, unfortunate with how things are because being negative doesn't do anything fucking good for anyone. But we can't help it. You know, people are going to be how they are. And we just have to learn to let go. Because me and Gideon, we have goals to achieve and we will be achieving those goals. Point blank. Point blank period (laughs) yeah um but yeah look that that does it for all the questions that we had hopefully that helps give you a little bit more insight into kind of where we're at and how we like to roll (laughs) um and you know hopefully you laughed at our silly little stories about our first time sneaking out too Um, you laughed at gideon's more than mine (laughs) (laughs) um but now it's time for your guys's favorite time and we've just been getting hundreds of thousands of um letters about people wanting more of celebs we'd like to oh i'm sorry i fucked that up one more time (laughs) celebrities (laughs) Celebrities we'd like like to bang (laughs) (laughs) wow for once you fucked it up (laughs) (laughs) i'm leaving it in too just so i can like listen back to it just be ashamed of myself (laughs) fuck i fucked that up okay so everyone's gonna hate us for the couple that we chose but we don't give a fuck so we chose nate jacobs and cassie i don't know her fucking last name um but cassie from euphoria and 
one of the reasons why we chose them is obviously because they're both attractive you know we love we love that cassie's like crybaby sensitive very much uh like who i actually am so that's why gideon is attracted to her (laughs) yeah every time she starts crying like for some dramatic crazy shit that she's doing i'm just like you dumb little fucking slut yeah, but you love it because that's yeah, the exact but, same but way that's that I like, am. That, like when I think that, it's like out of love. It's not like an actual derogatory thing. It's yeah, like, you you're dumb just... little slut. <laughs> you know? And on this last episode, was she whispered or was she was telling him, like, you can make me do whatever you want? Like that, yeah, that was a very, very hot scene between those two. Holy shit. Yeah. I know. I feel like that's how I am with you. But that's why well, yeah, you like that's her. that's why I loved it when she was saying that. It's like that's ex- like our, the dynamic that you and I have. Mm-hmm. And like so, Daddy Little. Yeah, exactly. And so to see Nate too, just kind of almost a little out of his element, but not at the same time because he's such a fucking asshole. He is an asshole, but I but li- I like it. Yeah, I, I like it. The too. way he plays that aggression and and the way he like it comes out in him. I yeah, it's I get it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be a really good couple, obviously, that we'd like to bang. Um, but with, like, Nate, I like how aggressive he is because, like, obviously, like, I like, you know, more, like, aggressive, especially, like, in the bedroom. And I know that he'd, like, be that way, too. Um, the only thing that I don't like about him is that he can be, like, super sensitive about the fact that he's, like, low-key, like, gay, you know? Which, like... You know, I don't give a fuck about, like, be bisexual. Obviously, like, you're still into girls. Um, So I'm just like, okay, Nate, just fucking come out of the closet. No one gives a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. And and that's hard, though, you know, because, like, I mean, you know, neither of us know what that's know what that's like. Yeah, that's true. So I do find it interesting watching that because, you know, the way his character, again, is uh, portrayed. I don't know. I just feel like. If you really didn't know what to feel about that or or what to think even, like mm-hmm. I could see like why that would make you so like angry at the world because it's like you don't even understand yourself. Yeah. You know? So I, I, get, I get it. it yeah. But but yeah, it is frustrating because you're just like, damn, dude, chill out. Like if because <laughs> yeah, because if he did come out and just accepted that within himself, he would mellow out. But oh yeah, that's part of his allure. That being is part of his allure. A, a little on the violent side. I like how protective he is too. Yeah, but he but he's a good looking dude too though. He is. He's objectively like he's really tall freaking six foot five because we i looked up his real name Jake, and a nine inch deck <laughs> well jacob lordy i don't <laughs> know how you fucking say that but he's six five or six five and i was just like damn he's tall as shit he's almost like fucking a but taller than us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I yeah, I would definitely love seeing you with him. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Cassie. I feel like I'd be fucking homies with her for sure. So I'd be like, oh, all right, you you can have your fun with her. Yeah. I want him too She's much. rolling her eyes right now, guys, because really. I don't care her- too much because Cassie has big boobs and no ass and you're an ass man. So I'm like, I bet he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he's still mine. <laughs> Yeah, but also, I really love them together. Like, I know people are like, fuck Cassie, she ruined her friendship with Maddie, blah, 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 whatever. 
I fucking love that they're together because they're both fucking crazy, but they match each other in their crazy and they work out well. And I feel yeah. like that's you. That and toxicity me. <laughs> is is hot. Like it, it is. It hot. shouldn't be. You know. And obviously, like I, the reason that we were like, oh, people are gonna be mad at us for talking about this couple. Yes, because like they're in high school and whatnot. But okay, listen, calm down. They're in both twenty four. Like we, you know, we know what we're talking about. Them as a couple, obviously, like if we were that age, yeah, yeah, definitely, hands oh, yeah. down. You know, like we, you know. We, we'd make that happen because yeah um sydney sweeney she's a beautiful girl and yeah like like we were saying that whole cry crybaby side to her but that crazy that fucking crazy when we saw that side too i we was were like both fuck like, yeah yes, <laughs> yes more <laughs> you know so. i know yeah they match each other and they're crazy and i think that's why like they just work they work well and yeah i, I like that about them and that's why i find them attractive as a couple i don't give a fuck what anyone says yeah yeah sorry sorry guys i mean we just we had to do it so but yeah that does it for celebrities, celebrities we'd, we'd like, like to bang <laughs> all right guys thanks for tuning in again this time um you know the drill subscribe unsubscribe you know subscribe yeah that whole leave thing review, leave a comment. review comment and uh you know share this podcast with your friends you know yeah, you never I know. Like it's pretty fucking interesting. Yeah, there's there's a, a kinkster in all of us, and that's true. Sometimes Whether you just need a little guidance of just getting out. Yeah, you know, coming out <laughs> of the kink closet. If oh you will. yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening to Love and Kink with Marley Rose and Gideon Muffucking Mazakine. We'll see you next time. <laughs>